0: Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Tuesday, April the 12th, Ian Cameron and Jimmy Murphy. Uh, we should have Andrew and Alex along momentarily as well. We are here for a massive Tuesday NHL card. You can't ask for a bigger NHL slate than this. Well, you could. There's actually a couple teams not playing, but that's it. 14 games on tap tonight in the NHL. 28 teams in action Uh, It should be uh, one hell of a Tuesday night, which is a great night, obviously, to have a BetCast, isn't it, when there's 14 games on tap? And we will be having one tonight, our usual Tuesday night, Ice Guys BetCast, starting at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, as usual. Make sure you join us. And again, if you want to be on the BetCast stream with us, just send me a DM and we will make sure we get the StreamYard link sent out to you uh, before the uh, BetCast begins. So uh, looking forward that taking place tonight for sure and like I said just a (laughs) a phenomenal night to be doing uh, a bet cast with 14 games on tap Uh, let's get going right into the card we got 14 games no time to waste we have to move with haste we'll start with the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins Uh, the Bruins minus 130 home favorite six the total this opened as high as minus 150 uh, on Boston so there has been lots of line movement toward the St. Louis Blues in that game And I did contribute to some of that line movement. Uh, I did grab St. Louis. Uh, Actually, I grabbed it overnight because I figured that price had to move just a little bit with how well St. Louis has been playing. I didn't know it was going to move this much. But a lot of it is due to the fact that there are some absences and there are some personnel issues for the Bruins going into this game tonight against St. Louis. Namely, that David Posternock is still... Uh, out will miss yet another game. Hampus Lindholm on the blue line will also not suit up tonight for the Bruins, as will Mark, Matt Grislick. Uh, he's also ruled out tonight for Boston. So, you know, anytime you have two of your starting six defensemen out, you're concerned. There's no question about that, especially when on the other side, you're taking on a St. Louis Blues team that, I've said this many times this year, Jimmy, they're with the best offensive team I think they've had in years. And boy, are they playing like it right now. This Blues team, Uh, they've won five in a row. They've scored a minimum of four goals in each of those last five games, all of them victories, six against Calgary, five against Zona, four against Seattle, four against Minnesota, six uh, against the New York Islanders in their last games. There's no doubt this is a Blues team, whether it's power play, whether it's five on five, the offense is feeling it right now. If you're the Bruins now, you're looking at a little bit of a depleted situation now on the back end tonight, trying to defend this team. Not easy. Of course, we mentioned uh, Jimmy and I were talking before the show about the fact that it's Tory Krug's return to Boston now as a member of the uh, St. Louis Blues. So, you know, he'll be uh, charged up for sure, probably to have a big game. But, you know, you look at this blue line tonight, it's Forbert and McAvoy, Riley and Carlo, and Clifton and Josh Brown is what we're looking at here uh, for the blue line tonight for Boston. And when I look at that third pair in particular, Clifton and Brown, it's the pair I can make hay against if I'm Craig Barube here tonight in the St. Louis Blues. So like I said, I grabbed the price early. Good thing I did because it certainly moved in the uh, St. Louis direction. Uh, even a plus 110, I would I would go with that side still, uh, even though you've lost a little bit of line value, 20 cents worth of it uh, compared to where it opened at the open. But I think Blues get the job done. You know, you're going to tell me you can get a nice plus price here in this spot. Uh, with the team that's won five in a row and is lighting the lamp the way the blues are Uh, Robert Thomas, by the way, I'll throw his name out there. You got to keep taking uh, ways to bet him, finding ways to bet him in terms of props, whether it's to score a goal, collect a point scored, even two points. He's hit that a couple of times. He's been magnificent lately for the St. Louis blues, but I like the blues here as a road underdog and keep in mind for Boston too. They played Washington, they played Tampa, Tampa, uh, they played some big games in their own division, in their own conference lately. Now you're outside the conference. It just feels like maybe this is that situation where maybe you don't get Boston's best tonight. We'll see. Jimmy, what do you think here? Blues, Bruins?
1: Yeah, well, like I said to you off there, I, I too, I, I went on a Blues call in this. Kind of a good situation bet right here. The Bruins coming off a long road trip. Blues coming in, riding a win streak. And also, like you mentioned there, Torrey Crooks uh, returned. First time in the Boston uh, since he signed with the Blues back in October of 2020, uh, he's going to be revved up. I think it's a great prop to get him at, at least to take, a, take him to get a point. I would imagine maybe even a goal. Yep. Um, the Blues like to play in Boston, obviously. Something pretty cool happened to them a couple of years back there. Uh, so they, they it, yeah, it's I think not a certain
0: like, Stanley Cup victory in that game. Yeah, it, correct? It's yeah. not
1: like going into Boston scares them at all. So, yep. uh, you know, they're not going to be intimidated by any crowd there. But, you know, I just like the way – I like the form the Blues are in right now. I don't like the form the Bruins are in. Uh, and you mentioned all the injuries, too. And I think that's the major factor there, too, as well. You look at their power play right now. The Boston Bruins, since David I went down, are 0 for 11 uh, in the three games that he's missed. I believe they're 0 for 16 in their last 16 power play attempts. Uh, so their power play is not clicking. They're missing him there. And then you take away Lindholm there. I mean, they were starting to form a great pair with Lindholm and Charlie McAvoy, and now you're throwing Derek Forbitt next to him or some nights it's somebody else, you know. But it's just that defense is out of sorts when they don't have Lindholm and McAvoy at the top. And obviously Grizzly is, is out as well. Usually he pairs with Carlo in the second pairing. So the Bruins are banged up. And then you put a Jeremy Swayman in that who's really been struggling lately, guys. Uh, you know, everyone was tooting its horn a few weeks back. He yep. won the rookie of the month in February. And then was- allmarks
0: closed the gap on him now. Yeah,
1: he was playing weeks, great yeah. in March, and I wrote about that last week. Yeah, they they don't know who their starter is going to be for the playoffs yet. Right now, I would think it, it would be Almark. So things change in a hurry. And right now, Swayman is struggling. So I just think it's a perfect opportunity for the Blues to go in there and get a grind it out. I, I like a low scoring game. I think I know the blues have been scoring, but I just think it's gonna be one of those grinding type games. Uh give me the blues on the money line in this, and I'll go with the under six as well.
0: All right, there we go. Blues and under for uh, Jimmy in this one with the uh, Blues uh, and the uh, Bruins here in a pretty good East versus West matchup. Uh, Andrew McGinnis with us now. Andrew, what do you like here? St. Louis Boston.
2: Yeah, you guys touched on it and uh, you know I think that um, the price has gone down for a reason. You know, you look at the opening number in this one, obviously depending on where you're shopping, but uh, things have changed big time. I mean, you could get even a bigger price earlier in the day on the Blues. I do like them. Uh, I don't love it, um, but you know, I like the over kind of which, you know, I, I, especially in any Bruins game, it always throws me off when Jimmy and I are on different sides on, on anything, but, uh, you know, just, you know, the blues are scoring goals right now. And with the Bruins being off that road trip, maybe we could see some sloppiness and stuff. And even if they do get that win, I think it won't be in low scoring fashion. So, you know, we've seen six, five, four goals, four for the blues recently. And it's been a, yeah, against a mixed bag of teams, but we could see some goals from them. But, uh, yeah, I like the blues, but I'll tell you guys, you know, I like them a lot more at the plus 130, with 125 yeah. range, not really the plus yeah. 110 here. But uh, yeah, lots of games today, guys. Look forward to breaking these down. I'll keep things short and sweet today.
0: Yeah, I, I, and even me, that uh, it's always, I got to, there's no one that needs to be reminded to try to keep things as brief as possible more than me. Uh, it's me that, uh, uh you know, I can spend 30 minutes on one game. So it's always for me. All right, Ian, get your points across the, to the viewers <laughs> and move it. You know, get, get a move on here. And with that in mind, we will. It's Anaheim in Florida. We've got Florida minus 450 here. Home favorites, uh, six and a half the total in this game. I really am not going to go into too much. Like, I'm not going to regurgitate on a 14 game card everything. But, you know, with player props, what I like for Florida and what I've liked for a while. It's been Carter Verhage. It's been Mason Marchment for value. Huberto, you got to take him right now because he's absolutely on fire at the moment. Those are the guys you target. For the Panthers in games like this, too, when you got a team that probably won't keep the puck out of their own net like Anaheim, uh, Barkov and over one and a half points is always live, you know, in a game like this. So I'll mention that if you're going to target Anaheim props, you start and end with Zegras and Terry. Simple as that. You know, those are the two guys that are uh, absolutely carrying the offense right now. John Gibson confirmed in net, by the way, for the Alex Bobrovsky for uh, Florida, by the way, Huso in net for St. Louis, I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, we expected Huso, And obviously he's been great. The better goalie for St. Louis lately, but yeah, for uh, Anaheim, Florida, Gibson, Bobrovsky, the goaltending matchup. I'm just keeping it simple here. Florida probably wins, but there's no value. I think something like a five, two, six, two, six, three kind of game. It goes over the total. I just have no faith in Anaheim defensively keeping Florida in check here. You got a rare six and a half in this game as well with Florida. And this is actually a value total because Florida has been seven, 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 you know, lucky number seven across the board for several games in a row now in terms of their totals. It's actually a nice little bit of value here to get a rare six and a half considering what we've seen with Florida games lately. So that's all for me Uh, over six and a half. Very straightforward, very cut and dry. Very simple decision for me to make this bet. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Ducks, Panthers.
1: I'm going to jump right on that with you, too. Give me that over, and uh, I'll take the team total over for the Panthers as well.
0: Yeah. Look at Carolina, right? Struggling going into the game against Anaheim, especially offensively. Like They, they had not exactly been lighting it up. And guess who was the nice uh, elixir for those issues? John Gibson uh, and the Anaheim Ducks uh, on Sunday night. So good luck trying to shut down Florida. But I think Anaheim will chip in. Florida's rarely ever going to shut you down completely. You know, they did nice job against Nashville, but that was Spencer Knight they're not exactly a team that I always trust to keep a team below, you know, three goals, you know? So I think Anaheim chips in and contributes to Andrew Anaheim, Florida.
2: Yeah. You know, I don't have a lot on this game guys, but I I think that if I was to play this game here, I would look towards the over two first period plus plus one ten. you know, it's kind of nice to um, sometimes wait and get the best number. Like we talked about with Alex, but uh, sometimes I think that um, you're not going to be able to have the ability to wait, to get the better number. This one might be, you know, goals from the get go. And, of course, like in the first period over, I also do like that full game, but I'm going to isolate the sec the first period at the two, which will give me plus 110, and uh, Florida hasn't been known for these you know, spots to kind of play down a competition, but the Anaheim Ducks could get up for this one, and um, if they're going to play their best hockey, it's going to be in the first period. Through 60 minutes, we've seen Florida do it dozens of times, but specifically on these four goal comebacks a couple of different times, and um, they get better as the game progresses, is what I'm trying to say, so... Uh, first period over, I think both teams could score as well. Could be a good little prop, but uh, over two first period for me.
0: All right, scoring early for Andrew in this one, like an over two in the uh, first period. Buffalo and Toronto. We got to uh, the Leafs, another massive uh, price on them. Surprise, surprise. Uh, minus 475 home favorite. seven the total in this game. And uh, I just, I'm, I, with this game, I said... I better jump on the total before it moves, and I did overnight. I took six and a half minus one twenty-five, and sure enough, I wake up at seven. So I did get over six and a half last night, uh, overnight, I should say. Seven, I'd lean that way, but there are better bets you can make now, and because it's not just that that I took, I've added on a couple of Buffalo opinions here. Look, the Buffalo team total over has been treating us nicely until we got obviously to the game Sunday against Tampa. Uh, they got shut out five nothing, but I think they respond. You've still got a team that's played some pretty competitive hockey for the last several weeks, Buffalo. Uh, they all this is their Stanley Cup final. Uh, you know, I we kind of hinted at that, Andrew and I on the show yesterday. This is always Buffalo's Stanley Cup final. Playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. They always get up for this game. They're always excited. They always want to put their best foot forward. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, it doesn't matter if you put the best Leaf roster against the worst Sabres roster or the best Sabres roster against the worst Leafs roster. This is always a tight very hard fought competitive series year in and year out that's just what it is with the sabers and the leafs and there are a lot of you know emotional factors intangible factors that i think add up for the sabers first of all they get eric Shawgren in that who's going to get a second straight start and i'm going to dare him to play as well as he did against montreal he did play very well especially in the third period but i'll dare him to do that again that's number one number two if you read quotes from granado you read quotes from Everybody on that team, Buffalo, there is a real rallying around this whole Owen Power debut tonight Mm. for the Buffalo Sabres. Everybody's excited. Everybody wants to see this kid in action, first overall pick. Uh, Everybody, you know, everybody, apparently the practice was spirited yesterday. They were all excited to get a glimpse of Owen, you know, in practice, knowing he's going to make his Buffalo Sabres debut tonight. Obviously a guy that's going to be a pillar and cornerstone defenseman of the franchise they hope for many years to come. Uh, and to me, that fires up Buffalo even more in a game like this here tonight against the Leafs. So I think they're very live Once again, you know, I cast a puck line with Montreal against Toronto. They, they, they clinched the playoff spot. I know positioning is still up for grabs. They do want to finish second in the Atlantic and secure home ice in the first round, Toronto, no question. And Buffalo is obviously, like any team, going to be in tough to stop Matthews and Marner right now, the way that both of those guys are playing. But I think Buffalo here makes this a game Uh, It looks like in terms of their goaltending situation, it's expected to be Craig Anderson, but not confirmed. But Anderson, I expect he will play because he's actually played decently against Toronto uh, a few times this year. I'm going to go with that Buffalo team total, right back to it, even though it fell short for me against Tampa. Buffalo team total over two and a half, even money. I like Buffalo plus one and a half, puck line at plus 150. What a great price that is. And just a small sprinkle on the money line as well. Uh, you know, but I like the puck line more just for a little security in case it's a one goal game, which I could easily see happen because guess what? We've had three a dead meetings this year, Buffalo, Toronto, Buffalo's one, two, the one that Toronto won was by one goal and they scored it, I think in the final minute of that game. So no evidence that the Leafs can beat the Sabres by margin this year. So it's Buffalo, Buffalo, and a little more Buffalo for yours truly tonight. Jimmy, what do you think your Sabres and Leafs?
1: Uh, You know what? I'm looking at this game right now. I agree with you. I mean, like, look, Buffalo's had their number, but I'm kind of thinking the other way, Ian. I'm going the opposite way of you because I'm reading the comments from the Maple Leafs and their players saying how, you know, this is a revenge game for us. We're sick and tired of losing to the Buffalo Sabres and, you know, being a punchline of jokes because we can't beat one of the worst teams in the league. Obviously, this Buffalo team continues to get better, though. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but – I'm going to go with the lease in regulation on this one. You get a little All better right. value there. Not much, but I, I just think that's the way to go right now. With the with Toronto Maple Leafs, I think they are playing some great hockey, and I'm going to ride the Austin Matthews train, give me Matthews to score a goal.
2: I can't argue with that. And this, and this and I got to give a shout out to everybody that says that there's no value in taking guys at minus prices to score a goal. Yep. That's the example right there. I mean, right. it should be case dismissed. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's chirped me in the past. For taking guys at minus one hundred and ten to score a goal, because this guy's like minus one hundred and forty to score a goal, and he'll give you three.
1: <laughs> so yeah, exactly.
0: No, it's 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 absolutely true. Uh, Austin Matthews, how are you going to tell everyone, regardless of the price, don't bet this guy. It's a bad bet. It's bet him to score right now. I mean, it's just, you know, how do you say that with just what he's doing right now? Uh, Obviously, he's going to get 60 goals. A problem is they're adjusting this heavily now. We're talking minus 250 in some spots for him to score a goal tonight. How about that? I don't think I've ever seen that before. I know I've never seen that before. An anytime goal scorer prop, minus 250 is is what we're looking at here for Austin. Imagine
2: taking him not to score because some books offer that. You'd be just yeah. on your toes the whole game. <laughs> you absolutely
0: would. There's, there's no question. I still think Tage Thompson is. I think he scored in almost every game against the Leafs this year too. Plus two fifty. Yeah, I'll put something on that for sure uh, tonight uh, in this game. Jimmy does bring up a good point. You know, the Leafs are. This is not a cinch that Buffalo's going to. You know, keep this. You know, little magic they've got going against Toronto tonight because Toronto's sick of losing. I, I, I firmly agree with that. That Toronto is probably sick of losing here uh, in this one. Yeah. Uh, but was the last uh,
1: game, the outdoor game, Ian, was that the last time they played?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I believe, I believe that's, it was. That's yeah. going to
1: be fresh in their mind, man. I mean, that was that was yeah. embarrassing for the Leafs.
0: Yeah, and then they lost at home to Buffalo and Toronto just before uh, that outdoor that's game. That's right. So that I'll keep it short. For all
2: season. the reasons what Jimmy said, I'm on the Leafs minus 120 in the first period to win okay. it. Not money. line. I'll jump right
1: right. on that, too. Yeah. I'll get on that too. That's the better. best
0: value because it's 250 yeah. for the regulation and minus one and a half, minus 170 for the puck line. So, yeah, uh, you know, you, if the only smidgen of value you can find is like a minus 115 or minus 120 on the minus And it's half like Jimmy
2: said, period. like it, we can never guess. And even Jimmy talking to these players, we, yeah. we can't, you know, even being in the locker rooms, you know, the players are so media trained we don't know what the hell they're actually thinking. They could give no. Jimmy a perfect answer when he no. asked him a question in a media scrum, but it seems like these players give more shits today for this Leafs game, for this last Sabres game. It just, no. I, I, you know, for all the professional words I just said there, but it seems like seriously, this team is, you know, cause they've played some big tough games recently. The Maple Leafs have, but you know, does, is this game going to really affect them in the standings? I could, but I feel like they just want to beat Buffalo and I'm going to take them in the first period to win. Cause you know, is a good game. I don't think you know it'll what? be a I'm gonna
1: switch my bet, guys, too. Now that I'm 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 really feeling Taronis, I'm gonna take them at minus two and a half as opposed to yep, the regulation. The, then right. you can get some value there. I think they can beat him by three goals. I, I I just think this is a good this is a big confidence builder for them. that's league.
0: even money at plus a hundred, by the way. Minus two and a half. Yep.
2: yep. so give me that. And I don't often recommend, recommend this, but I actually think the combo bet could be in play today. Yep. If you could take the alternative five and a half over. And then the Maple Leafs on the puck line or something like that, right? Because like I'm not saying Buffalo's going to get shut out, like Jimmy said. So I could easily see like a you know five three type six two some some type of victory like that. Hopefully, Toronto over Toronto for Ian. Toronto <laughs> over
0: is one, minus one thirty five. Toronto money yeah. line and over five and a half is minus one thirty five. So even that's not bad. It's not not terrible. Uh, we'll see that. That actually might be a, 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 that might be a decent. The price isn't the best, minus one thirty-five, but Toronto money line and over five and a half, not bad. Uh, so there we go. We got a couple on the Leafs, and I'm liking Buffalo here to keep their uh, nice little run going against Toronto. All right, next up, Philly and Washington. Washington minus two forty, home favorite, six and a half, the total uh, in this game. Uh, nice weekend for Washington. Just when I'm thinking what's wrong with this team, they weren't playing well, and they beat the uh, Penguins and the Bruins back to back, Saturday and Sunday. So credit to Washington, and for Washington now they're in a situation where they can still move on up out of one of the uh, wild card positions and end up maybe catching Pittsburgh, you know, for third in the Metro. That is still very possible. They're only four back of Pittsburgh right now. Uh, in that Metro Division race. And, of course, if they catch Pittsburgh, they get out of that number two wildcard spot where you maybe have a first-round matchup with the Florida Panthers, you know, awaiting you, which I'm sure they don't love having to maybe face that team uh, in the uh, first-round Washington. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, Washington playing good hockey. Philadelphia here, on the other hand, uh, (laughs) the effort continues to be there for Philly, but they just make way too many mistakes defensively. They did it again against Anaheim, 5-3, uh, Losing to the Ducks, they are now two and six uh, in their last eight games. The only wins were against the Rangers in a shootout, where they got outplayed, uh, and a win against uh, Columbus. So, you know, when I look at this game, it would be probably Washington winning it. But I do want to point out with Washington, Haglin's out, Orlov questionable, uh, and Nick Backstrom as well. Uh, for this game, so something you want to keep in mind. More than anything, I'm targeting maybe the over here, simply because of this Washington overrun. It's been, you know, pretty insane how this team has been trending over the total. Nine and one the last ten games against the East uh, in terms of going over the total. Uh, in their last ten games overall, they're seven two and one uh, to the over. Their last ten games, uh, it's hard to argue with any of those numbers. We know the Flyers give up goals uh, in bunches, so. Uh, for me, it would be a small play on the over and not much other than that. Uh, what do you think of your Jimmy Flyers Capitals?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Caps here, guys. I mean, they're just playing some great hockey right now. We'll obviously, watch them when they played the Bruins the other day and beat them. Uh, I just like the way they're moving it right now. I mean, this is a team that, let's face it, I, I think you could argue at times is really underachieved this season, but I, they seem to have snapped out of that. They seem to be in rhythm right now. Uh, so give me the Caps on the puck line, a Jimmy puck line for you there.
0: All right, Jimmy, puck line for uh, Jimmy with this one, Washington uh, minus one and a half. And by the way, that is currently at plus 100, even money uh, capitals uh, on the uh, puck line. It looks like Carter Hart, Ilya Samsonov uh, going to be your goaltending matchup. And I'm not sold, sold on Samsonov completely just yet. A uh, couple of those goals against Pittsburgh, even though they won and he played very good in the third period. But a couple of those goals in the first period were brutal goals to give up uh, by him. So he's still got some proving ground for me to uh, show that he's uh, got his game back and uh, he was very good in the third but also two of those goals in the first against Pittsburgh got to stop him Uh, what do you think here Andrew Philly Washington
2: Uh, I'm passing here I just don't you know I, I, I wanted to bet on the capitals, but there's this I'm priced out here, so yeah. I, I'm off this game guys.
0: Yeah, welcome to uh, regular season hockey in the last two three weeks of the season. be're priced out as something you like, yeah <laughs> does it happens a lot. Unfortunately it happens far too often uh, for uh, my for anyone's liking to be quite honest. All right, Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers, this is certainly gonna be one of the games I'm focused in and dialed into the most uh, during the bet cast tonight. Uh, Canes and Rangers first place showdown for, the, for in the Metro. Uh, Carolina minus one twenty-five road favorites, five and a half the total. I'm on the blue shirts here. I am. I mean, I like what I'm seeing out of them more than I'm what I like of what I'm seeing out of Carolina right now. Uh, it's obviously a huge for the Rangers considering they're two points behind Carolina for this first place spot. But what I've talked about uh, many uh, times now when Rangers games have been on the uh, card. You know, the Rangers' advanced numbers are improving. They're actually t- dictating play. They're taking the, uh, you know, they're possessing the puck more. They're in the offensive zone more. A lot of that is, bottom line is, I would say the last, you know, seven to ten games, their stats indicate they're not relying on Ilya, uh, not uh, Igor, I should say, Shesterkin uh, bailing them out, you know, as much as maybe they did at times earlier in the season. So I like the way the Rangers' game is trending. And when you look at Carolina, you know, you look at them on the road lately. You guys look at what we've seen here. You know, they lose to the Islanders or they lose. And, you know, they've had some tough times on the, they lose to Buffalo uh, on the road. You know, uh, they've had some tough games away from home uh, lately. They lose to Tampa uh, on the road uh, in that game. They get whipped by Washington six to one. They're actually only two and six, you guys, in their last eight road games, the Carolina Hurricanes. So, You know, that does concern me as well a little bit going into this game against the Rangers tonight. The bottom line is you got a Rangers team that's full of confidence right now as a slight home underdog. To me, that's the value, and and I like what I've seen out of New York, and I think they get the victory here uh, against this uh, Hurricanes team that's just been a little bit off. And look, even the win against Anaheim, you know, it's not like they cruised a victory. That game was 3-2. Halfway through the third period, and they put it away with a couple of late goals. It's not like they comfortably whipped that Anaheim team that's reeling right now. They were still in a battle uh, to eventually put away the Ducks in that game. So, you know, I like the Rangers here. I just like the way they're trending. And Alex is not on the show here today, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. He would be the first to point out the Rangers' track record against Carolina. They have absolutely owned this team. I can't explain why, uh, but it's just been unbelievable how – Head to head long term in this series history, you know, it's been all Rangers and just in the short term, they're seven, one and one in their, you know, in the uh, last uh, nine head to head games against the uh, Hurricanes. But there's no doubt they have been uh, long term, uh, the better of these two. By the way, Carolina at MSG five and twenty one, the last twenty six visits to Madison Square Garden. So it's been one of those tough places for them to win. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Canes and Rangers.
1: I think I'm going with a reverse Jimmy puck line on this one. Give me the Rangers at minus one and a half.
0: All right. Rangers minus one and a half. Uh, the alternative uh, puck line that is for Jimmy with this one. Uh, that is going to be, by the way, uh, as I bring the uh, prices up here, plus two thirty. There you go. plus two thirty with the uh, New York Rangers on that alternative puck line here in this game. And I'll, you know, what's been the difference guys. And Andrew, you can speak on this too in a sec. Uh, the difference has been they got Capo Caco back now. Uh, they, they bring in Andrew Kopp, who's been an immediate great find. Frank Vitrano has not only burst onto the scene since they got him, but he's been producing for the Rangers as well. They've got their depth forward you know, issues. I don't want to say fully corrected, but they're in a hell of a lot better position in terms of their forward depth now compared to before the deadline. Just thanks to Andrew Kopp and Frank Vetrano being on this team, it's helped significantly. Uh, you know, just deepen and lengthen the lineup up front for the Rangers. Uh, Andrew, what do you like here? Carolina, New York.
2: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at it like this. Um, the Hurricanes haven't played well recently at all. And the, the funny thing is a lot of those games haven't been against elite teams. You know, you want to talk about quotes from coaches or locker rooms. I think I've seen enough uh, from Rod Brendamore to think this is a big game for them. Uh, They're still battling for spots in their division and in their spot in the the playoffs. And, you know, I I don't much agree with the minus 125 here, but um, I've got a small play on Carolina. I'm living by the sword, dying by the sword here, guys, with the with the Hurricanes. It's every team goes through a rut and the Hurricanes have picked the month of April so far to go through it. Um, But, yeah, you know, I think the Rangers have played some really, really good games recently and some bigger ones as well. Um, I, I think we got a big effort out of Carolina tonight. Moving forward over the next couple of days, they're a big buy team for me, but it's a tough team to go against, you know, and I can't blame the underdog spot. I can't blame Jimmy for, you know, his alternative bet for the value you get on that. Um, I, I'm just kind of looking at this one and thinking, you know, it could be a good, and I haven't gone against the Rangers often this year. I'll say that, but when I have, I've tried to pick my positions and hopefully today is one of the
0: That's nothing wrong with that. Carolina. We know Carolina, when they're on their game, they're as good as anybody. It's just,
2: Oh, I like the under too, actually. Sorry.
0: The under. Yeah, I think it is actually a little, I do. I do do think this could be a, you know, two, 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 one, three, one. Uh, definitely a good goal, especially if just I have no reason to not expect to I know it hasn't been confirmed yet. And I know they play the flyers, uh, tomorrow night on a back to back, but there's no way they would put Shuster can save him for the Flyers and not play him tonight against this Carolina team battling for first. So I'm not too worried about the fact that they've not confirmed it yet. I'm, I'm fully expecting Igor Shuster I'd be absolutely got to bust it out. The shock, shock, shock. If it's uh, Alexander Georgiev tonight, which I don't expect. He's
2: been afraid. pretty
0: good though. He's been a little bit better lately. You're right about that. By the way, interesting about Freddie Anderson. He's had a great year. No question about that. Uh, for the, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, but lately not as much. You know, Minnesota, three goals, sub 900 save percentage. Florida, three goals allowed, 900 save percentage. Three goals to Nashville, 900 save percentage. Three goals to Philly uh, in that game. Four goals allowed to Washington, 879 save percentage. This is what Freddie Anderson kind of did last year. Remember, he started out so strong and then late in the regular season, he kind of faded a little bit numbers dropped a little bit and then in the playoffs he was like the leaf team in front of him and mediocre you know and not 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 totally reliable so watch out for this with carolina at playoff time i know he's got a better blue line in front of him but it's not he's not been quite like freddie anderson was previous to i would say the early march there's been a little bit of a drop off in his play not anything like he's not gone careening off a cliff or anything but definitely there's been a little drop uh, Ottawa-Detroit next up. We've got Detroit minus 120, home favorite, six and a half the total. Uh, I like Ottawa. I like goals. So uh, Ottawa and over, double O for me in this game, uh, especially with getting them getting Drake Batherson back. I think that's significant for the uh, Ottawa Senators going into this game, and I'll take my chances. They can light up Thomas Grice, who's had some great games, and he's been absolutely brutal uh, in others. So it's kind of a little Russian roulette thing we've got going on with him. Not sure what we're going to get, but obviously getting Batherson back in the lineup is huge uh, for the Ottawa Senators going into this game. And uh, like I mentioned yesterday, uh, two teams that are out of the playoffs, I'm interested in there being a ton of goals. Forsberg will be in net, by the way, for the uh, Ottawa Senators tonight. And, uh, you know, he's had had a pretty good season overall, but last couple starts, it's not been as good. He gave up three goals and three straight start, three goals or more in each of his last three starts to Montreal, Nashville. And then the Rangers lit him up for five. Uh, on Saturday night. So uh, he hasn't been as good, but I think he can outplay Grice. And I like Ottawa getting a very key cog up front and Drake Batherson back, especially with Stutzla playing well. Josh Norris has been on fire for Ottawa lately. There's firepower that I think will be difficult for Detroit to contain. So I like Ottawa, even money here. And I like over six and a half. Jimmy sends Red Wings.
1: Yeah, I'm liking the Senators here too. I'm actually going to take it a step further. Take the Ottawa Senators in regulation here for some fun value there. Uh, I like them to win this game.
0: All right, there we go. Like in Ottawa. Andrew, how about you? Ottawa, Detroit.
2: Yeah, let's make it a sweep. Uh, Ottawa as well. And I think that uh, also you look at uh, Batherson being back. I think that, um, you know, not that this happens often, but I, especially a team like that, you see what just happened with uh, Justin Barron with the Canadians. I mean, you know, younger players, they get shut down if need be. You know, uh, the, the Ottawa Senators were not prepared to rush Drake Batherson back at all. And I think that he's going to be ready when he's back in. And, uh, you know, he was disappointed. Of course anybody is, but the season he was having, I think he'll be ready to go tonight. I'm going to take him to score tonight. If we see him in the lineup, I'm taking him to score. I think we're going to get great value on him. And, uh, I don't think the odds makers will be ready for him to pick up where he left off. So I like that. And I like Ottawa to win this game because again, they're a team that there's a lot of fight in that locker room, you know, a lot of younger guys in there and you know, they're playing for each other. They're not playing for a playoff spot right now, but, uh I think that when you see older, you know, look at San Jose, right? You see, you got Logan Couture and and, uh, and Carlson yelling at each other or whatever the hell that was about. It's, you're not going to see that with younger guys. I, I I don't think, And you know, it might surprise people to think the younger guys are more mature in that aspect, but I think it's more so frustration from the older guys because they're used to being in the playoffs, whereas the younger guys just want to perform well for each other every single day. And I think we could still find that great motivation from Ottawa. So plus 100, good odds for me.
0: All right, there we go, plus 100, so a sweep here. We all like uh, Ottawa here in this one. All right, Pittsburgh Penguins, New York Islanders. We got uh, even money here, minus 110, both sides, five and a half the total. I'm not going to go into too much. It's a pass for me. I'm not involved. I thought I'd be on Pittsburgh, but now Evgeny Malkin's been suspended for four games. Obviously, the cross-checked, which was vicious, by the way. Can't do that, you know, and expect to uh, not uh, get reprimanded for it uh, against Borvietsky in that Nashville game. Uh, But he's been suspended for four games. Uh, Pittsburgh's, like I say, been kind of mired in a little bit of a tailspin, although they did get a big, desperately needed win against Nashville to kind of snap out of it, fought fought their way through a game where they didn't really play well at all for two periods. And thankfully, Casey DeSmith bailed them out. And let's give Casey DeSmith credit. He's the reason Pittsburgh was able to get their legs under them in the third period against Nashville, come back and win that game, because they were awful in the first two periods. Nashville totally outplayed them. Uh, but Pittsburgh, you know, he held them in the game. And with Jari now having lost each of his last five starts, very interesting here that uh, Mike Sullivan is going back to uh, Casey DeSmith tonight uh, in net here against the uh, New York Islanders tonight. So let's see if he can play like he did Sunday. I'm, uh, with guys that are backup goalies and they play well and they get another start in a row, I'm always on the fence whether I want to trust them again. Because they're, they're backup goalies for a reason. Can they be that strong in net again for a second straight game? That's always the question mark. Uh, the Islanders have Sorokin in net, who's healthy again, and who's a pretty good goalie when, when, when he's healthy. We saw what he did against Carolina uh, last week. He played pretty well in that victory over the Hurricanes. Um, it's one of those lines. And look, the money's come in on the Islanders. It's got kind of a – and Pittsburgh played big games against Washington and Nashville over the weekend. Now you're missing Malkin. You get you – get where I'm going here. I don't think it's a cinch by any stretch for Pittsburgh. It feels like it's cheap. It feels like it, we should be on Pittsburgh, but I'm going to stay off. I don't li- love them necessarily in this spot. Jimmy Penguins Islanders.
1: I don't like this game at all. Uh, if I was going to do something, uh, it may be something I jump on in game, but uh, if I was going to do something, I'd lean to the Islanders. Actually, I don't like the way that Pittsburgh's been playing lately. Uh, and I'll obviously missing Malkin now too, isn't going to help. So uh, I'm just going to stay away though for now.
0: Yeah, and you know what's a problem, too, for Pittsburgh? Your Evan Evan Rodriguez's and some of these depth forwards that were so good for you uh, contributing early in the season, they've kind of disappeared. You know, there's a lot on the plate lately of Rust and Crosby and Gensel. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, some of these players you count on depth-wise for Pittsburgh, they haven't exactly been as good lately for them. Uh, that's been a little bit of an issue uh, as well. And, and another thing, too, that bugs me is the Islanders have had two days off, whereas Pittsburgh had to play back-to-back over the weekend. Islanders haven't played since that game on uh, Saturday against the uh, Blues on a back-to-back where they got drubbed 6-1. to one. You know, it, it feels like they want to atone and play better tonight as well. So I'd expect the effort to be good for the Islanders. What do you think, Andrew?
2: Yeah, I mean, you guys know I like Pittsburgh quite a bit, and uh, I got them 8-1 to one to win the East, and you know, they haven't looked great recently, but... Uh... I'll continue to say it. You know, I said it yesterday on the show with you, Ian Their their schedule has been hell. I mean, it's been absolutely hell. I mean, uh, it, there's so many different narratives we can build off from this, but it's just, it's just a fact. I mean, they have been played very tough teams and even when they have played lower tier teams, it's been kind of sandwiched in between the big games they've played. So, you know, how many, um, I guess usually the expression is how many points, but, uh, you know, how many cents of, uh, in the odds do we take Malkin into account? You know, how, what's this price if Malkin's out there? Because to me, uh, it is cheap, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But you know, the Islanders are a great team in games they should win. In 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 as a favorite, they're a great bet, you know. But and they're gonna be a good team continuing on uh, to end the season. But I think this is a game. A game Pittsburgh gets up for. I think it's a game Pittsburgh plays well for. Well in and and again, you know, usually I say wow, this team has played so many games against a tough opponent, this might be a tough spot for them to get up for. But when you haven't been playing great hockey, it's like, hey, this is a team we should beat. Let's go out and do it type of thing. So I don't know. You know, some are saying this could be a quote-for-quote trap, but I think that the price is just too low to pass up on.
0: Yeah, the, the Sorokin does scare me a little bit. That's another thing. Six and two, one point five eight goals against, nine fifty one. Just outstanding numbers in his last eight starts. And to Smith, you look at him on the other side. It feels like they've got a huge edge in net, but uh, there's a lot of edges elsewhere for Pittsburgh. Obviously, in terms of the overall lineup. So uh, interesting game. But uh, Andrew's liking Pittsburgh. I agree. That's a cheap price on Pittsburgh. You can't can't look at this price and say Pittsburgh isn't cheap. Now the question is, do they get the win? Uh, here tonight. All right, San Jose, Nashville. Nashville minus 210, home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. So I do like Nashville in regulation. I also like over five and a half here because the Sharks have been a team where lately their defense and goaltending has crumbled, regardless of Reimer, regardless of Kakinen, uh, who's been in net for them lately. They've struggled to keep the puck out. The penalty kill's not been good. Uh, Nashville should light them up. Nashville's de- definitely not had trouble scoring goals lately. Uh, And you get Nashville now off back-to-back losses against Florida and Pittsburgh over the weekend. No shame in that. Obviously, two very good teams. And now they need these points. They're facing a team that's down and out, that's lost six in a row, that's uh, reeling mightily the Sharks. They should take care of business. The one little, small little concern in the pit of my gut about this game is the last time Nashville played San Jose. They just embarrassed them eight to nothing. And I don't care what the team is or how good or bad they are. No team likes to be beaten eight to nothing. And the next time they play that team, there's usually a spirited effort. And I think you probably will see one from San Jose because, like I say, no team wants to be embarrassed like that and shellacked eight nothing the way the Sharks were uh, earlier this season in the Shark Tank by this Predators team. That was that game where Alex Stalock in an emergency situation was the goalie for San Jose uh, that night and uh, the Nashville Predators just beat him like a drum. Uh, in that game, and uh, it was ugly right from the onset. That's the only little mild concern I have for the Predators in regulation, but it's offset by the fact that San Jose's reeling. Uh, they're not winning games. They're not keeping the puck out, and Nashville's in a mood probably where they are not going to look past San Jose, even though they you know, pummeled them earlier this year after losing to Florida and Pittsburgh back-to-back over the weekend. So Predators, again, not assured of anything yet. Yeah, they have the first wild-card spot, but still have work to do, and I think the work begins tonight. I still like him in regulation, even with that San Jose trying to save face from an embarrassing loss to them earlier. I like still like Nashville and reg and I like over five and a half. Jimmy, what do you think? Sharks, Preds.
1: So Jimmy pass.
0: All right, Andrew
2: over five and a half for me at San Jose has been, you know, embarrassing themselves with some goals they've been allowing in recently. But I think that, uh, you know they're still going to give up goals, and Nashville's going to come out really hungry. I think we could see you know kind of a five-two, five-three victory here for Nashville, and, and we can sail this one over the over the total here five and a half. So, uh, I think it should be a six here. I don't like that five and a half. Well, I guess I do like it, um, but I I don't think it should be there. So I'll just on the over. No no play on the side.
0: All right. Next up, we've got Edmonton and Minnesota. Uh, one of our marquee games for sure tonight on this uh, uh, card. Uh, for this massive Tuesday 14-game card. We got the uh, Minnesota Wild, minus 130, home favorite, six and a half the total in this game. I lean Edmonton, and I still do. I mentioned Edmonton yesterday. I like the way they're playing lately. Uh, The Colorado game, they deserved the two points. Simple as that. They were robbed of it by Darcy Kemper. They outplayed the Avalanche. They took the game out of the Avalanche in that game. Uh, Deserved better than a shootout loss. Um, But Minnesota is a force at home. And we saw what they can do against L.A. on home ice. Turn it up, 3 nothing deficit. They fall behind, uh, and they can roar back with uh, what they're capable of. Uh, So, And you look at Edmonton, too. I mean, (laughs) a lot of big games lately. They got another one here uh, against the Wild. Uh, I just feel, and I don't feel like now, but at plus 110, you know, is the best price imaginable to take the Oilers. So lean Oilers, but... I don't, I don't love it. I'll maybe look for something in game. This is a perfect bet cast game for me because I like Edmonton. I like the over. I think we might get a slow start. I think it's possible that these two goalies tonight, Talbot against a team that he has a history with, Edmonton, and Koskinen for Edmonton could keep the teams off the score sheet at least for a little bit, and then we're going to get a better in-game number with the over, so... That's the way I'm looking. Pre-game, I lean Edmonton. Pre-game, I lean over. Let's see if maybe in the BetCast tonight, we'll see if something opens up for us. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? Oilers wild.
1: Yeah, this, this is a good one. I think this is another game, too. I mean, there's a lot of great games tonight. I, we mentioned the Rangers and Carolina, the Bruins and the Blues. This is another one I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, I think this would be a fun playoff series, to be honest. And I, I think so, because I think there'd be a lot of goals. So give me the over in this game. I'm going to stay away from the side, but give me the over in this.
0: All right, Jimmy, liking the goals. I like goals too. I'm just going to see if I can get something a little bit better than six and a half in game uh, with this one. Uh, but, uh, but again, Minnesota, we've talked all year about the uh, over train that it's been at home. I think it's leveled off lately. Like if you actually look at the last several games for Minnesota at home, they haven't been necessarily quite as strong to the over on home ice compared to earlier uh, in the season. But, you know, that, <laughs> that being said, still, for the entire season, 22 and 11 to the over for the Minnesota Wild on home ice. Like I said, it's leveled off a little bit, I would say, the last month. There have been more unders for Minnesota in their home games, but still overall for the year, 22 and 11 team to the over on home ice. Uh, Andrew, it's a great game. What do you like here, Edmonton, Minnesota? I like watching as a fan. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> It's a good decision too. Exactly, <laughs> uh, I agree with that. Uh, when you don't have a strong opinion on a big game, that's okay. You can watch it and enjoy it. Uh, Kings and Blackhawks. L.A. Kings minus one forty-five road favorite. Six the total. Uh, tough news for the Kings. Drew D- like Drew Doughty's obviously lost a little bit, lost a step since the uh, the L.A. King Cup days. And Daryl Sutter uh, behind the bench. Uh, obviously, he's not quite at that level anymore. But he's still a guy that is a big force on the blue line because of the minutes he plays, yeah. all the situations he plays, five-on-five, five, penalty kill, power play, and now to hear the season is done, very unfortunate news for the uh, L.A. Kings. And the L.A. Kings, I mentioned it yesterday, they are suddenly very much – You know, that, I'm worried about you, man. I know. It's just it's, making me it's like someone's just grabbing the throat inside
1: me. And Take I, some I, water, I brother. Shoot. Take some water.
0: I should. There we go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We're going to get this uh, this show sponsored by a medicine company. or something, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's what I do. i got to take sips of water in between games. I don't do that enough, so that's my fault. But, uh, yeah, when I look at this game here, L.A. obviously had a great start against Minnesota, but fell apart after that, 6-3. They can't screw around. They could still miss the playoffs entirely. They are that close to missing. Like, they could fall down to – like, they're in third in the division – Da- they're tied with Dallas right now in terms of points. And Dallas has the second wild card spot uh, right now uh, in the uh, Western Conference. So they keep losing. Vegas, who's in the Pacific Division, could catch them because they're only two back of LA right now. There's a scenario LA misses the playoffs. It's very real now. And they need wins. And they need to take care of business in a sp- This is kind of like what I said about Dallas on Sunday uh, against uh, Chicago. This Blackhawks team is just hideous right now even Alex our our great friend and Blackhawk fan will agree this team is just pathetic in their own end they don't get saves from any of their goalies Lankan and Delia is going to be in net tonight Colin Delia you're breaking my heart shaking my confidence daily Colin Delia uh, here tonight for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks Uh, I don't trust that guy one bit either I mean, his numbers have been rough this year for the uh, Blackhawks. Well, let me bring them up right now. 3.88 goals against average, 902 save percentage. This is L.A. tonight. Todd McClellan, you say, no screwing around, no dicking around. This has to be win time for the L.A. Kings tonight. I like them minus 145. I don't like playing moderate road prices very often, uh, but I'm going to do it tonight with them. Minus 145. I like the over two. I actually got five and a half. I like it at six, 2 because I think this is a, uh, an offensive explosion waiting to happen for the L.A. Kings. And by the way, they're shuffling up the blue line tonight again, Chicago and Derek King. And it just so happens that two of the guys that are out, or one of them is Calvin DeHaan, and he's one of the few guys that plays good defense in his own end for this hockey team. And now you take him out, and you've got just basically <laughs> on the blue line here, uh, Riley Stillman, Alec Regula, jake mccabe seth jones alex Vlasic, uh you've got a bunch of holes there on that blue line and i don't like it one bit for the Blackhawks tonight going into this game so this is like to me dallas chicago on sunday this feels like vegas and arizona uh on saturday where look team's coming off a loss but they're playing a a team that should be beaten that has to be beaten and i expect them to just like vegas shellacked arizona dallas you know wasn't as easy as they wanted but they did take care of Chicago, eventually 6-4 to four, uh, on Sunday night. I think L.A. does the same tonight. Kings and over the total for me. Jimmy, Kings, Blackhawks.
1: Well, before I give you my pick here, I'll one-up you on a song reference. I mean, how do you not go with dealy is Gone by Johnny Cash? Yes. you got to have that right there because you might be singing that after the season he's having, right? <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, look. Imagine I, they, I they
2: play that, Jimmy, he's like skating off the ice. They yeah, just play yeah, that song. Like,
1: <laughs> and the, the, word, the words today are a little harsh, though. So. Yes. It's about him killing his wife. But anyhow, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I look at this as a lot of goals, too. Uh, and that's a huge loss for Drew Dowdy there. I mean, not only is he having a respectable season, he's having a great season by most accounts for defenseman. I, I mean, he had, uh, let me see here, seven goals and 24 assists in 39 yep. games. He was paired up, of course, with dersey who I think has benefited greatly being next to him, has learned a lot from him. So now how will he be uh, without his mentor on the blue line with him there? This could really screw things up, for the Kings. I know they get Dustin Brown back tonight, but this is a this is a really big loss. And and like you said, they've been kind of fading and fluttering there, and they could easily fall out of this playoff race. So they, they better watch it. But I'll stay away from the side. I'm going to go with goals. Give me the over.
0: All right, liking the over. How about Andrew, L.A., Chicago?
2: I'm right there with you guys. You know, I'm going to stay away from the side as well. I think Chicago, I, I think we're going to get some compete level out of them tonight, but it's kind of like what I said about an earlier game. The compete level just won't be enough. You know, we're going to get it. I think we're going to get one or two goals from from them, but I think the Kings are going to do the bulk of the scoring in this one, but I'm going to just elect to go with the over six in this one. Um, I think it could be a competitive game, and then the third period, we see the Kings kind of separate it and win by one or two goals here. So I like the over, though, over six.
0: All right, liking uh, goals as well here, Andrew, with the uh, over between the uh, Kings and the Blackhawks. Uh, All right, next up on the... uh... Tuesday slate Uh, we've got still got a bunch of games to go Seattle and Calgary next up Calgary minus 450 uh, home favorites uh, six the total uh, pretty much across the board Uh, I don't have much other than maybe look at props I certainly won't be betting a side or total pregame I do think yeah for the Kraken believe it or not there's you know a couple of guys that have been you know noticeable lately uh, for them offensively I keep going back to Jared McCann what he's been able to do and by the way I want to point out we've got another one of these late season uh, call-ups that is about to make his NHL debut, Matt Beneers tonight for the uh, Seattle Kraken, very highly touted uh, center, uh, and is going to be looking like he's going to be slotted. And, boy, I'll tell you what, 19 years old, Matt Beneers out of Michigan who had 20 goals, 43 points there with the Wolverines in college this year. Dave Axtall not messing around. We're not only putting you in the lineup tonight, Matt, Matty, Beneers, we're putting you on the top line center spot tonight so if you look at player props tonight if 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 anyone's gonna have the balls to post Beneers, you know and and give me some kind of crazy price on him not realizing he's on the top line those are those great situations to take advantage of to maybe for a goal scorer prop or a points prop on Beneers if you can find one for uh, seattle tonight uh as well uh, Ryan Donato's moving up to the top line because he's been really, really picking it up offensively lately for the, uh, Kraken. uh, he's collected points in four of the last five games. His points prop, I think is worth a look on the Seattle side. As far as Calgary goes, you know, the usual suspects, Lindholm, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, you go with any of those, those two in particular right now, can't go wrong at the moment. So this is more of a, I'm going to get involved in some player props, uh, type of game for me, uh, than betting the side or total Jimmy Seattle, Calgary.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Matty Beniers there. Uh, I know him well. He's, I know his family well. He's a Hingham Mass native, played for the Cape Cod Whalers, uh, from one of my buddies around here. So I'm happy for him that he's getting his chance in the NHL now. And I'm going to go with a little goal prop on that. Why not? Give me a little goal prop on Matty Beniers to, to pot one home there. But other than that, that will be the only bright spot for the Seattle Kraken in this one. Give me the Calgary Flames on the puck line.
0: Yeah. The, the, the calgary will probably win my only contention is if you didn't take calgary at seattle why would you now take them tonight and lay a bigger number in what could be a maybe a little bit of an unfocused spot for calgary they already beat this team just a few days ago in seattle 4 to 1 they're after the road trip back home now to me this is not the spot to lay 450 i'm not saying calgary will lose the game but you know what i mean i mean they were a better price in seattle they're a worse price now and it's a worse spot because they already beat this team. Are they focused? They come home, you know, the distractions that uh, that players go through when they come home after a road trip. So to me, that's why it's, it's a tough game, but at the same time, do you trust Seattle to actually beat this Calgary team? Not really. So that's why it's tough. Andrew, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I love what you guys are saying there. And uh, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not really a thing to, 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 uh, to avoid, looking at somebody like that for a goal scoring prop because uh, it's kind of like in, in baseball with pitching. I really believe it. You know, teams have no scouting report. It's a huge thing. Uh, back in my hometown, we're supporting uh, the Barron brothers. Morgan Barron scored his first goal in a Jets jersey last night. Uh, he was upwards of plus four fifty uh, to score. And a couple of my friends that were, that played hockey with him growing up, they actually bet on him to score there. And uh, you know, this is the same situation here. So uh, cool situation jimmy knows the family jimmy knows him and uh hopefully can pot one um uh, but I, I agree i mean uh other than that it might be the best bright spot of the game i think it's going it's to be a blowout spot here i think uh this might be my alternative uh puck line game of the day <laughs> with the calgary flames minus uh two and a half here so we'll see there's some good value on that even though it's minus 450 on the money line but i don't think the Kraken can hang around
0: by the way, plus I'm seeing plus three eighty for Matty Benier's goal score prop, and he's top line center tonight, and he's plus one forty just to get a point. So I think a sprinkle on of both of those is worth it. Top line, I mean plus four, almost plus four hundred to score a goal, and he's going to be the top line center, almost plus one forty to collect a point, and he's going to be on the top line center with Donato and Eberly, his line mates, who have been. Really, the only two guys you can really get anything offensively from for a large part of the year, from especially lately, from the Kraken. McCann's actually had a good year, but after that, there's a huge drop off with Seattle. So, you know, it's certainly a good situation, and the price certainly fits as well. Uh, Next up, we got Tampa Bay, Dallas. Uh, We've got Tampa minus one hundred and sixty road favorite, six the total. This is another pass for me. I mean, Dallas needs the game. It's a huge two points they need right now considering Vegas just doesn't give them any breathing room. Uh, they are right now uh, uh, just two points ahead of Vegas for that final spot, uh, that second and final wild card spot. So I don't want to go against Dallas in this spot, but you know what I mean? They're going up against a very good Tampa team, a Tampa Bay team that maybe finally flipped the switch the other night. Uh, that was as good as I've seen them play in several games, uh, beating down Buffalo 5 nothing. Brian Elliott getting the shutout in that game. We know Tampa Bay is better than this team and we know Dallas is flighty and erratic and untrustworthy enough uh, to lose a game like this against us against a superior team like the lightning. So this is definitely going to be a game I pass on here. Uh, Betcast for sure. Maybe we'll find something. Jimmy, what do you think here? Lightning stars.
1: I'm liking the stars here, guys. Uh, It's a big game for the stars right now. I see a big game for Tampa as well, but. Uh, I, I think the stars know that they have an ability, they have a chance to, to catch LA, to catch, to get some steam going towards the playoff race here. So, uh, give me the Dallas Stars on the money line.
0: All right, Dallas plus one forty here, a little home to, home dog action here for a Jimmy woof. in this one. Woof woof, indeed. All right, Andrew, Tampa Bay, Dallas.
2: Yeah, I'm going to stay off here. You know, I I, I kind of lean Tampa, but I don't like the price that much. And honestly, Dallas is the more desperate team, like Jimmy said. um, I have kind of listed as Dallas is kind of a sell team this week, but it's kind of a gutty call to make them a sell team because of course there's so many, they, they need these games and all the games are very important to them. But let's not forget Tampa Bay had like a several game streak where they just played like shit. I mean, they played horribly and uh, they played down to their competition. So, you know, they, they, they got it together on Sunday night and we'll see if they can kind of rally from that. It was against Buffalo, of course, but um, you know, Dallas, they, they got it done against Chicago We'll see if they can do it against the, you know, the mean team like Tampa Bay, the back-to-back cup champs. But uh, plus 140 is a good price. But you know you got the Wild coming up. I believe the Avalanche coming up as well. The only easy team for the Dallas Stars coming up is the Sharks, and that'll have to be a big game for them. But it's not a good schedule for the Stars this uh, coming week. Yeah. It just feels like, yeah,
0: there is definitely – you know, like, you'd like to think plus 140, and that's why I wish Jimmy the best here – Home underdog. It's a huge two points for them. It's just more important for them to get the two points right now than Tampa. But they they are the Dallas Stars. And by the way, interesting. Rick Bonus turning to Scott Wedgwood tonight uh, in net uh, in this game. He has been confirmed as the uh, starting goalie for the uh, Stars. Vasilevsky, of course, in net for Tampa. And I want to point out Wedgewood was very good, even in a losing effort against Toronto. You know, he, I thought he he kept them in the game. They had forty shots, Toronto. Uh, and it could have been probably worse uh, for the stars in that game. And the reason they got a point was Wedgwood. So we'll see if he plays while well you're, I also want to mention, cause I neglected to mention the uh, goaltending matchups, the last couple games, it's Chris Drieger versus Jacob Markstrom in the Seattle Calgary game. And it is Capo uh, capital and UC Saros confirmed in the uh, San Jose uh, Nashville game. So that's where we were going with goalies. All right. We haven't even hit an hour yet into this show and we're down to our last two games. On a 14 game card, so that's not bad in terms of uh, keeping it uh, at a decent pace, at least. New Jersey Again, and Arizona. I'll skip to
2: the chase here. I have absolutely nothing on this game.
0: <laughs> there you so. go, nothing at all. Well, I do actually. It's it's good, funny good. you mention that. Devils minus 145 road favorite, six and a half the total in this game. Two teams playing for exercise. Two of the worst teams. In fact, I think points wise, they are the two worst teams in the National Hockey League right now. Arizona's 16 points. Uh, and New Jersey 17. No, Montreal's got four. Uh, uh, Montreal, sorry, not uh, 51 points for Montreal. Uh, Arizona's got 49. Now, Arizona is the worst. New Jersey's got 56. So, New Jersey, they're not the two worst. Uh, New Jersey's just a little ahead Montreal, but Arizona is the worst team. Uh, least amount of points uh, in the nhl uh so devils minus 145 six i like the over here i mean it's very very simple decision for me it's two teams that go out score some goals i think new jersey will because that's the one thing they still can do pretty well uh even without uh, jack hughes remains out for them uh at this point in time for the uh, devils uh, they've still been able to chip in on the uh, scoreboard they scored three in an upset win against dallas four against montreal uh, three against the Islanders. Uh, so we've seen them score and Arizona more than anything. They've, I don't want to say they've given up defensively or, and their goaltending from Vamelka's just uh, been really r- horrible lately rancid. Uh, but it, they're just really, really having a tough time, you know, keeping the puck out with this AHL lineup. And that's what Arizona's got an AHL lineup with everyone out. Clayton Keller and Lawson Krause and go on and on and Chikrin and go on and on down the list of who's out for Arizona. It's not just key It's not just a bunch of players and a team with no depth. It's a bunch of really their key players. Their most important players are the ones that are out right now for Arizona, and it's affected them defensively too because Krause in particular is a good two-way forward, and look at what we're seeing from Arizona (laughs) right now. Six allowed to Vegas, five allowed to Vancouver, five allowed to St. Louis. Uh, It's been rough during these last three games. They haven't kept the puck out of their own net, 16 goals allowed in the last three games combined by Arizona. So I think New Jersey scores a bunch, but I think Arizona does too. You know, it's not like the Devils are a shutdown defensive team by any stretch of the imagination. And we might be seeing the Hamburglar in that, and he's been awful. Whatever good play he had in Montreal, it's not traveled with him here to New Jersey. He's been horrendous. I don't know what it was. There's something special about being in Montreal there, but uh, the Hamburglar is uh, robbing his own team of two points. Uh, on a nightly basis, uh, with his uh, come on, Ian. Come on, give him a break. <laughs> uh, right. He's been horrible, Andrew, here in New Jersey. I know, I know, I know. I, know. I can't explain why. I mean, in Montreal, he played some pretty nice games, they won some games with him there. He gets to New Jersey, and uh, he's looking like Martin Jones, Mr. Beach Ball number two, uh, right now, uh, for this Devils team. So Arizona can find the back of the night. I know they've struggled to find the back of the net, but this is a Devils defense, it's been brutal. Most of the season, uh, he's given up 13 goals. By the way, uh, in his last two starts, uh, Andrew Hammond. So, and right now he's projected uh, to be the goalie, not confirmed, but projected. So, for me, it's over the total. And I want to mention a key player prop here. Find it because this is insane. He is plus in some cases five fifty or five plus five hundred to plus five fifty to score a goal tonight for the New Jersey Devils. And uh, I know DJ Mitchell, guest on the show, is on top of this as well. He is going to be, pl- be playing on the top line for New Jersey tonight. Fabian Zetterland, he's a 22-year-old left winger. He got more ice time. They've already moved him up on it's Saturday against Dallas. He had two points, both of them assists. If you can find a points prop on him, look for one, bet it. I haven't seen one yet, but I would certainly bet it if I find one, a points prop Fabian Zetterland here for the uh, New Jersey Devils. But a lot, a couple books have posted his goal scorer prop, and like I said, we're talking plus 550 for him to score a goal for New Jersey tonight. And he is on the top line for the Devils tonight for the very first time, likely to be playing uh, alongside... Uh, I'm just trying to see who they've got him slotted, with Sharon Govich and with He-Shear, uh tonight for the uh, Devils uh, on their top line. It is absolutely a must-bet for me, uh, the goal-scorer prop, plus 550. And damn it, I hope someone po- posts a points prop on him too, because that will be a must-bet too if I find one Uh, before puck drop this guy's going to be on the top line we know arizona's hemorrhaging goals right now to the opposition plus 550 to score a goal i mean and hopefully they post a points prop on the guy too fabian zetterland is his name remember the name and don't be shocked if he finds the uh, back of the net tonight uh for the uh, new jersey devils on that top line jimmy what do you think here devils coyotes
1: yeah i'm gonna do the double over give me the over in the first give me the over total
0: all right, uh, Andrew, New Jersey. I know you already said you don't have much, but anything you want to add on the
2: game? Yeah, you know, I would kind of, you know, I, I like the full game, but uh, this is kind of one of those ones where I just, for some reason, I can't explain and I just, I feel like it'd be a fast start here to this one, so I'm going to go first period over two again plus money. All right, uh, Alan, action. <laughs> How can you spell that? Well, Fabian,
0: F A B I A N. That's that's the easy one, but Zetterland's pretty easy to Z E. T T E R L U N D. There you go. There you go. A little spelling. Ding.
2: Right? You're on to the next round.
0: On to the next round. Get, get <laughs> me on that script spelling bee right now. Let's go. Yeah. I'm a little too old for that now. I don't think. All right. Now spell me Sharon me. Govich.
2: That's H A
0: R A N G O V I C H.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Did that nice and quick too. Sharon Govich. S H A R A N G O V I C H. Sharon Govich. Ding. There we go. <laughs> I you tell it's a, pretty with a lot of games we're getting goofy here in the uh final
2: <laughs> i messed that one up though ian they usually ding it if you're wrong <laughs> so that was That's my right. bad <laughs> yeah you're right it's silence you're right when you're uh when
0: you're correct i think so tells you I'm, I'm in and out of those spelling bees i just put them on for a couple minutes so i'm not an expert now the rules are and what the sound effects are for getting it right or getting it wrong but uh, we want to be getting it right and getting it wrong with our bets here on this uh, uh, Tuesday card so with that in mind let's get to the final game one of the big, big games tonight absolutely Vegas Golden Knights Vancouver Canucks Vegas minus 135 uh, road favorite six the total here uh, in this game uh, I, I I'm, I'm gonna out of respect to Vancouver and the way they're fighting the good fight and the way they've battled their way back into this thing I'm gonna stay off the side. But I do really do. I really do lean to Vegas here, minus one thirty-five tonight in this game. Uh, Vancouver's four points back of Vegas, and they they don't even have the final spot. Dallas does. They're six points behind Dallas uh, for that second spot, but still, Vegas is ahead of them. Got to win this game if you're Vancouver. And I've been, you know, I've liked the way they've battled through some unfortunate injuries. Like T- Tanner Pearson's been out for several games. Niels Hoaglander's missed time. Brock Besser. Is going to be out again tonight for the Canucks, and yet they've overcome that. They've won, you know, they beat beat down Arizona. They pummeled Vegas uh, after losing in Vegas after losing in Vancouver to them, and they kept it going with a win against San Jose on Saturday. I mean, the Canucks are not given in and given up on this playoff uh, on this playoff spot. But I think with Vegas, they're not a team I want to mess with right now, especially after I saw them just put the boots to Arizona. And you know, you look at this uh, spot here. They're getting healthier. It looks like now Mark Stone is a potential to return tonight. He's going to be a game time decision. They already have Max Pacioretty ready back uh, as well. And you put them with Eichel and Dodonov and Carlson and Marshusso and Stevenson and Nicholas Waugh. And, you know, you're, you're starting to finally see this team get their get their key cogs back. You know, really right now we're talking about Laurent Brosois, Nick Haig, Brett Howden, and Will Carrier and Riley Smith still out. But, Slowly but surely, this team is getting their ducks in a row, getting everybody healthy. And I still say, if Vegas gets in, and it's still an if, because they're on the outside looking in right now, but if they get in, they are dangerous as anybody when they're fully healthy. And, and and Leonard, of course, is a big part of that as well, and he's back now as well for them. So I get that sense for Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, with their playoff history and the experience they've got, Pacioretty came back the last game. Stone could be back tonight. This could be, let's 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 take care of business here. Let's get two points we need it, tie Dallas, and really end any hopes the Vancouver Canucks have. So, and I think they're good enough to do it. Uh, so, not betting it, but I do have a lean to Vegas uh, if I were to bet this from a side perspective, minus one thirty-five in this game. Uh, far as the total goes, Vegas has been an over machine at home, not nearly as much on the road. Uh, and of course, we know on the road they've also struggled to win some games you know, for the better part of the last month. But again, a lot of that was when they were short-handed. They're getting uh, a lot of their key players back. So I just think they've got the right mentality tonight to go into Vancouver, win this game. And I think at some point, you, you don't have Pearson, you don't have Besser, guys that have really been good for you offensively since Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux got there. You're eventually going to feel the absence potentially against a team like Vegas. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? Your great game, important game in the West, Vegas, Vancouver. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is a great game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights as well. In fact, I'm giving a Jimmy Puck line on it, and uh, I like them to go in and take care of business. Vancouver's just hurting too much right now, and uh, Mark Stone coming back is huge for them. So give me the Vegas Golden Knights minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, the San Jose win, (laughs) they got it done, but it wasn't pretty. They really, really... (laughs) Gutted that one out against, obviously, a struggling San Jose team. Kind of like I'm gutting it out with my uh, nagging cough here for the last uh, several uh, days. Uh, Andrew, what do you think here? Golden Knights, Canucks.
2: Yeah, I'm on Vegas. You know, I had Vancouver uh, in that game against Vegas at T-Mobile. It was kind of a bad spot for them, I thought. Obviously, third time they've played in the last week and a half-ish. And, uh, you know, as much as I would have liked for it to happen, I think Vancouver's, you know, they're they're, they're fatigued. Every game's been a must-win for them. Um, you know, the healthier Vegas gets the, the cheap price. I think on this one, I think it's a good spot for Vegas. So <laughs> my voice is dying. I have no water in here and I'm, I'm pretty much done for the show here. That's my best bet of the night, actually, Vegas. So <laughs> give me the nights.
0: There you go. Vegas minus one thirty five for Andrew. Also his best bet for the uh, Tuesday uh, NHL card. And uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, something I was going to say. I've I, now I've I forgot, but that's OK. It'll come back to me probably, probably tonight when we do the bet cast, but great stuff with Jimmy and Andrew, like just a little over an hour to get through all 14 games. That's pretty impressive stuff right there. Uh, great stuff with uh, Jimmy and Andrew for this massive Tuesday card. And don't forget to join us tonight, 7 PM Eastern bet cast. I can't be talking for the whole bet cast. All right. You, as you can clearly tell. So we need guests. We need people stepping up and joining us on. the. We didn't guess they're
2: going to talk though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not just come on and, and, and chill <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, say something say, you're watching the games like us if there's something you see talk about it it's what it is it's just you know shoot the shit shoot the baloney as we like to say it's a pub bar type atmosphere with the betcast so join us if you want to uh, join us on the betcast just send me a dm and i'll make sure i send you the uh, stream yard link for the betcast before Uh, It begins Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner, of course, of the NHL. Uh, New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if that team wins. Take advantage of your chance to light the lamp. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Uh, all right. Best bets now to wrap up the Tuesday card. Andrew, uh, we know yours, Vegas minus 135. So there it is. I'm just reiterating it. Jimmy, uh, what do you got for us for best bet?
1: My best bet's going to be the St. Louis Blues to go into Boston and win on the money line straight up.
0: All right. St. Louis plus 110 uh, against Boston for a uh, best bet for uh, Jimmy Murphy. My best bet is we're going to crown the L.A. Kings tonight. Minus 145 against the Chicago Blackhawks. Don't screw around. Chicago is uh, dead as a doornail uh, the last several games. Uh, they have no defense, no goaltending. Uh, it's time to step up for the L.A. Kings. You want the playoffs? This is a game you got to get, and I think they will against this hopeless, floundering Chicago team. Uh, la kings minus 145 uh, against the chicago blackhawks for my best bet for this tuesday nhl card and that's a wrap for this mammoth edition of the ice guys we're back in a few hours with the betcast 7 p.m eastern join us for that a reminder the ice guys is live seven days a week monday to friday 2 p.m eastern saturday and sunday noon eastern if you can't watch the show live download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast if you can't watch the show live. For Andrew McGinnis and Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we'll see you in about three and a half hours for the BetCast, the Tuesday Live BetCast, courtesy of the Ice Guys, and presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.